I am Bill Cartwright with Living Right with Bill Cartwright. And this is the Stress Mastery Podcast, where we take you from the science to the spirituality of stress mastery. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Stress Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Bill Cartwright, and I'm here with the super millennial David Barreto. Friday edition, giving us the millennial perspective. How you doing, Big Dave? I'm doing good. So this week, our topic has been growth. And on Setup Sunday, I opened up the week with the growth purpose. On Monday with the super millennial, David talked on the growth purpose, a force beyond measure. On health huddles, we talked on growing our health. Egomaniac Wednesday, Patrick Garner talked on growth and parenthood. Yesterday's Connection Thursday, I talked on living life and growth and expansion. Today, we will continue our book study, Living Untethered by Michael Singer. And finally, tomorrow, we'll finish the week talking growth with our very own Coach Peggy. So, Big Dave, man, been a good week? Yes, sir. How about you? Very interesting week. Very, very good. No, spectacular. Before we start, I just want to kind of give a, a little call out to somebody that you and I worked with for a long time who just passed. Um, he's, he, he, he passed suddenly, Bruce Van Horn. And for those that have been listening to the Stress Mastery Podcast for a long time, uh, David and I worked many events with Bruce. Plus, Bruce has been on our podcast, and we've been on his podcast, Life is a Marathon. And I just want to give a, a, a shout out to his family and... and um, Anybody and all his followers too. That I'm, I'm very sorry for Bruce's passing. Anything you would like to add to that? Yeah, we kind of discussed it the other day. Bruce's when you hear his story and you see where he came from to you know the the time that he was here. I personally know multiple multiple people that he's changed their lives. And you know the great thing about the the internet and the podcast and stuff now is that even though he's gone, his teachings are there. So anybody who hasn't yes. heard of him or hasn't. Just a Life is a Marathon podcast is Bruce Van Horn. Um, His teachings will continue for a a long, long time because he taught very similar to us. And he is, um, he will be missed. He was a good guy. It was a peace purpose. Yeah. So, yeah. So we had some fun. We've traveled across the country with him. So we've had some fun. So we're on chapter three as we continue our book study, Living Untethered by Michael Singer. This chapter is titled Living Inside. We are back to the most basic truths of your life. You're in there. You know that you're in there and you've been in there all along. This raises some interesting questions such as when the body dies, will you still be aware of being? Isn't that an interesting question? Don't get excited. We're not going to answer that for you. Eventually, however, there will be someone who provides that answer. You, you are guaranteed to, to personally find out someday whether you will be there after the body dies. Why do people have so much trouble with death? It's got to be one of the most exciting aspects of your life. It's truly once in a lifetime experience. That is what's, that is what's waiting for you at the time of death. After that final moment, either you are going to be there or you are not. If you're not there, don't worry. It's not like, oh my God, I'm not here. I don't like this. No, you're not there. So it's not going to be a problem. The other alternative, however, is much more interesting. What if you are there? Then you're going to find out what it's like to explore the whole other universe where you don't even have a body. 
Let's not talk about it further because it runs into people's beliefs, concepts, or views about the subject. Let's ju- let's just let it be something to look forward to as the ultimate once-in-a-lifetime experience. The reason some people have so much trouble with death is because they identify with their bodies. As if that's not enough, they also identify with their cars and their houses. People project their sense of self onto things that are not their self. And when they do that, they feel afraid to lose those things. As you work your way through your inner growth, you won't identify with these outer objects anymore. You'll identify with deeper sense of self within. Now, that it's clear that you're in there, it becomes reasonable to ask, what do you do in there? Even more relevant, what's it like in there? What an interesting question to ask. What it's like in there? If people answered honestly, most would say that it's not always so much fun in there. In fact, sometimes it's downright tough. What's that all about? This is where we get down to the real honest discussion about inner growth. Most people don't realize that it can always be nice in there. Take the nicest it's ever been. Maybe holding your first child, the day of your wedding, your first kiss, winning the lottery. Recall that state, then increase it multifold and have it be that way all the time, except that it keeps getting higher. That is what you are capable of experiencing inside. That's the truth. It really is beautiful in there, but something is messing it up. Imagine walking into a house that has a dirt, banana peels, and pizza crusts all over the place. It happens to be a beautiful house, but no one took care of it. It can be beautiful again, but some work needs to be done. This is exactly the situation inside you. In fact, that is why we're on this inner exploration. Everybody wants the same thing. They would like it to be nice in there. People do all kinds of things trying to make it nice in there. Some run around trying to have exciting experiences, find fulfilling relationships, or even take the edge off with drinking or drugs, all for the same reason. The problem is they're approaching the issue in the wrong way. They're asking how to make it nice in there, while the most relevant question is, why is it not nice? You found out why it's not nice and you get rid of that, you're going to find out it can be really nice in there. Life doesn't have to be a game of, well, since it's not nice in there, I need to find things that will compensate for that in order to feel a little bit better. That is what everybody's doing. They are trying to find people, places, and things in the outside world that will unfold in a way that makes it more comfortable inside. People are trying to use the outside to fix the inside. Better to find out why it's not nice inside to begin with. Well, that's pretty pointed, David. What do you think of that chapter? Yeah, I I think it's funny because even listening to this made me question, you know, and he was like, people get so caught up over the body, right? And I could hear my ego starting to creep up and wanting to like, yeah, but then, you know, I realized that like when we talk about health and why it's such a big part of stress mastery and the body's so important to this part, is because I, then as you're reading, I started to remember all the things that happen inside the body and the real purpose of why we're doing it. It's not because of the looks and all this stuff. That's like a nice perk to it. But the way I feel the, the awareness that he's speaking of when I was out of shape and I was unhealthy, I didn't really have that connection and that awareness. And I realized that that's what the body's important for, for me, I was trying to think, I was like, yeah, it sounds superficial. You get stuck up on the body, 
but the real importance is, you know, that aspect of it. So, uh, so to understand what Michael Singer's talking about living inside, it's, you know, he opens up the chapter. We are back to the most basic truths of your life. You're in there, you know, you're in there and you've been in there all along. What is that truth? That's when you name the ego. When you name the ego and you start to see the voice in your head and you start to see the activations and you start to feel what the voice is telling you and you do find your purpose and connect to your purpose, you realize that you've been in there all along, that nobody can make you feel anything. When you are stuck in a conflict, you're feeling what is going on in your mind. It's not you. It's the story in your head that you don't want this conflict. This conflict should not be here. How do I get rid of this? How do I do this, do that? It's not about doing. It's about being. When you slow down, you get to the basic truth of your life, you're in there. And who's in there? That's who's watching the ego. That's who's noticing. That's who's in awareness. And you've been in there your whole life. So that's what he means by living inside. And then when he talks about death, right? I love the conversation of death. I like studying Sadhguru's take (laughs) on it. It's the best because I'm guaranteeing you, I am not a fortune teller, but I know I'm 100% right. And I can go to Vegas and bet this. Every single one of us is going to die. I can bet it. I'm going to win this bet. Now, the question I always say is, how many of you are going to dare to live? Because death is unquestionable. Life is the question. And what he says, people have so much trouble with death is because they identify with their bodies. Now, what he's saying, though, let's rephrase that a little bit. They're identifying with their egos, their identity, what they hold in their mind, the reality. You're identifying with the reality that was set for you. That's what he means by that. Think about what he said. It's not enough that they identify, they also identify with their cars and houses. My house, my car. What about your job? Oh, I am this, I am that. And then then when, when you do that, he says you feel afraid to lose those things. Yes, because when you have identification, the identity in your head, and you are not aware of the identity that's programmed, you have attachment, you have expectation. And when you have that, you're going to suffer. Because the moment that something happens to that attachment that you have, what should be, the moment that that expectation isn't met, you are going to get activated. And that conflict is going to put you in those red zone states. So I'm going to just change what he's meaning there. Yes, the body is the body, but what he's saying the body, he's talking about the ego. Identify, here's the way I'll put it, identify with the physical aspects of life. Does that make more sense? Yeah, well, well, that's 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 exactly what I meant when I when I was talking about it. You know, literally about the body is that you're worried about the superficial, about what other people are thinking, what your ego's feeding you. Oh, you don't have this, you don't look this way. What are people thinking? And it's those people that you know, like you said, if you're really healthy and connected and stuff like that, most people don't care about what people are saying from the outside. And that's why I, I was like, you got to look this way. You got to. Even with like a responsibility of a brand or a company or something like that, you feel responsible, but that still becomes, you're attached to the business now. You're attached to the look of everyone else because 
but it all stemmed from that, you know, the physical form. And so that's what we're trying to teach is that you've, every single person has the programmed identity set for them as a child. When you self-author your identity, the difference is you have written that script and you have written the identity and that identity is set for you to play your roles, your habits, your routine, and your reality. But you also know when you shift that you're not the identity. David Goggins said it very well. He goes, everybody thinks I'm an altar runner. He goes, I'm not an altar runner. That's what I do. And I don't know how many people picked that up from that line, but I understood it very clearly what he was saying. Yeah. Right? So he says here, people do, well, when he says, now, now that it's clear that you're in there, it becomes reasonable to ask, what are you doing there? Even more relevant, what's it like in there? What an interesting question to ask. What's it like in there? If people are honest, most would say it's not always much fun in there. When he's talking about in there, he's talking about your mind. Yeah. What state are you living in? What are you feeling? Because the body supports the mind. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about your state. Are you, is it depressing in there? Is it sad in there? Is it anxious in there? Is it worried in there? Is it frustrated in there? Is it angry in there? Because all of that stuff is not you. And so that's what he's saying. Do you understand what he's saying about what's going on in there? And most people, the reason that they don't know what's going on in there is because they don't slow down enough to separate the eyes and they're living in a reality. We always talk about when you're in the valley red zone, you can't see. You're in deaf effect, perceptual blindness. You don't see what's in there because you think, and that's the word, that's you. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I, <laughs> Am I going, tell me if I'm going too deep. No, 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 I was waiting deep? for you to finish. No, I think that's like a, when, when, you know, you hear people who've come out of like depression or a state like that, and they say you'd be kind to other people because you don't know what they're going through. It's the fact that they've had such a negative and they were so stuck in that that red zone, those bottom of the barrel energies that they know other people are going through because the physical doesn't show. And that's why he says if, if only people knew it wasn't so pretty in there sometimes, there's more people like that than they're even aware. You know, most people are down there and they have no idea they're down there. Absolutely. Now, when he says in here that everybody wants the same thing and would like it to be nice in there when he's talking about yeah. the dirty house, and right? So every human being on the planet is in search for the same thing. They're in search for those higher states of being. They're in search of love. Not the love that Hallmark is teaching you or Disney is teaching you or your movies are teaching you or your parents taught you. We're talking about love, 500 love energy, that purple zone energy, because what are people really searching for? Freedom. Yeah. They want to be free. They want to feel they're not possessed. They want to feel free. And they also want to search for joy. People want to be happy. That's why they do everything. They want to be happy. And there's, but, but happiness is 540 joy. It's fulfillment. And what every human being on a planet is looking for is peace. That 600 energy of connection, completeness. When you have head, heart, and hand, and you're living life, the fullest reality that you can create. Would you agree that that's what everybody, whether they admit it or not, that's why drives our behavior? Mm -hmm. Would you agree with me? 
Yeah, I think that's why you hear everybody when when you boil down their their oh I want financial this or this or this. When you go back to it, it all, it always comes down to freedom. I think that's why people love vacation so much. It's because they get a glimpse of oh I don't have to answer to my boss. I don't have to wake up at a certain time. Like responsibilities are gone, and that's they think that's the freedom. That's but that's just part of it where you're not worried or stressed out about the reality of it. You're just there. You know, it doesn't have to be on an island somewhere. You can have that in your office. You, you can, can have, have it anywhere. You can have it in the midst of a big conflict, a huge, what you'd call a problem. You can still have peace. And that's where you'll get the, the best, re, uh, you know, responses and, and fixes to your solution. It's when you actually have that peace going through a, a chaotic, uh, you know, situation. It's the people that react that create the bigger problem. So what he said is in here, we talk about, we're talking about the states, the red zone state, it's the state of restriction based energy fear. This is when people are stuck in frustration and worry and, and grief and guilt and shame. And what he's talking about, that's being stuck in there. That's in you. That's in your head. And he says, people do all kinds of things to try to make it nice in there. Some run, run around trying to have exciting experiences. This is what you were talking about with going on vacation or doing something. Uh, they look to find fulfilling relationships. How many people do you know are looking for happiness through another person? Oh, when I meet the right person, then I'll be in love and I'll be happy. Or they even take the edge off with drinking or drugs. The reason people get addicted Yes, there's always a physical component to addiction, but the most important component to, um, to addiction is the social essence. It's a mind. You're trying to escape. It's too dark in there. Yeah. And the only way you can find light is to escape. And that's where that's, it works for a while. You do the drug. Oh, I feel great. And drink. Oh, I feel great. I'm happy. And this, and it works for a while until it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And then. <laughs> Then you have an issue. So what he's saying is life doesn't life doesn't have to be a game of, well, since it's not nice in here, I need to find things that will compensate for that in order to feel a li- little bit better. It's the truth. This is stress mastery. What is stress mastery? It's living life in harmony. That's what people have to understand. It's so when those big good things are happening to you, you don't make them part of your identity. You enjoy them and you let it go. You can have memories, but you're not making it part of your identity. But also, when those difficult things happen to you, you don't run from them. You don't avoid them. We talked yesterday on Connection Thursday about those with a fixed mindset that's keeping the same routine, same routine. They cannot deal. The reason they don't change is they can't deal with conflict. Mm-hmm. And when you can't deal with conflict and you stay in avoidance or, or you're trying to fight what's happening, you're going to stay in your reality over and over. It'll be the same problem manifesting itself in different ways. It will never change. Because to change a reality, to change a life, you have to change what's going on inside there. In other words, you have to change your mind. And to change your mind, you got to create a new identity. And to do that, you got to change your routine. This is everything you will learn in Stress Mastery. Everything that Michael Singer's teaching in here is exactly what we teach because people are, he says, people are trying to find people, places and things outside 
of the outside world that will unfold in a way that makes them more comfortable inside. Doesn't work. <laughs> it's, it's impossible. Everybody's tried it. Yeah. And when you stop and you self-author your life and you rewrite your script for your five life categories, especially the relationship category, and you realize that nobody can make you feel anything. In other words, they can activate you, but for you to sit there and feel something, that means that you have to allow that conflict to get distorted and you have to allow the ego to take that conflict and blow it up. And that's when things aren't good inside there. Anything else you want to add to that, David? Uh, I think what you said that uh, we've said a, a few podcasts ago, and we continue to say it, is that conflict is good for you. I know yeah. it sucks, but usually, you know, as soon as you get through it and you get to, whether it's helping mm. somebody else or finally getting over that big conflict, I mean, all conflict, if you learn something for it and get through it, becomes a teaching or even a blessing in a lot of people's cases. And it's it's like you have to see the long game in order to get through a conflict because in, in the moment it's going to suck regardless. I mean, it does. You're, you're allowed to feel that, but what are you going to do? Are you going to respond or react? And the thing is with conflict people, this is what's funny. You think conflict is some problem that came out of the, out of the woodwork, right? <laughs> yeah. When you try to change your life, that creates conflict. It's the conflict of following your diet. It's the conflict of going to the gym. It's a conflict of doing the right things and not procrastinating your business. It's a conflict of, of, of growth. It's a conflict to set your day to close your day. It's a conflict. To, it's always when you change, you create conflict. That's why people don't like to change. That's why they don't set goals. You know, they'll stay in their same reality. I have a client. I'm not kidding you. She progressed and progressed. And then all of a sudden she said, no, no, I want to go back in a cage. And she literally went back in a cage and now she just suffers in stress and she's, she's still looking for something outside herself. Now, I haven't talked to her for, for a couple of years, but I heard she's still looking for something outside, like a, a witch doctor or something to get the demons out of her head. <laughs> it's, you made a choice. No, no, I'm not going to grow anymore. It's too hard. I don't want to deal with the darkness. I don't want to deal with the conflict. Let me live in it. But then you don't want to live in it. So you're looking for something outside yourself to change your life. Yeah. That's the message. Nothing outside yourself will change your life. You have to make the decision to do that. Anything else, Dave? That's a good way to end it. All right. We'll, we'll end it on a Bruce Van Horn note. <laughs> That's it for today's show. Our mission here is to create a shift to the planet. You can join us on this mission. By the way, Bruce Van Horn is the one that did my Audible book. Yeah. The truth book, the Audible book is Bruce. I forgot about that, that he did that. <laughs> you can join us on this mission by simply like, share, and subscribe. Those links are right below the show notes. As always, until next time, stay inspired. <laughs>